Amateur Radio Newsline Report number 2303 with a release date of Friday, December 17th, 2021 to follow in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The following is a QST. Hams on alert during deadly U.S. tornadoes. Radio reenacts historic transmissions and everyone's on the air this holiday season. Even Santa. All this and more as Amateur Radio Newsline Report number 2303 comes your way right now. From around the world, this is Newsline. Amateur Radio's first independent on-the-air news and bulletin service. Now, reporting from Wadsworth, Ohio, Stephen Kenford, N8WB. We begin this week with deadly tornadoes that devastated homes and lives recently in Kentucky and nearby states. Randy Sly, W4XJ, shares those developments. Skywarn nets were activated across much of the central United States from Friday evening into early Saturday, December 10th and 11th, as a tornado outbreak of unprecedented proportion tore through Arkansas, Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, Mississippi, Missouri, Ohio, and Tennessee. Christine Welgus, Warning Coordination Meteorologist for the National Weather Service in Paducah, Kentucky, which covers one of the hardest-hit areas, reported that their Skywarn desk was manned by two local amateurs, Gary Wheatley, KD4GCY, and Jeff Estes, KM4LDP. The Skywarn-linked repeater system across Arkansas was also active throughout the night. At least 50 tornado reports were received by the NWS during the evening. Of the four strongest tornadoes reported in western Kentucky, the largest was tracked for over 200 miles on the ground. At least 88 people are known to have perished across five states. The highest impact was in Kentucky, where the death toll stands at 74, with an age span from 2 months to 98 years of age. There are reports that approximately 100 people are still unaccounted for, Early estimates of damages and economic losses have ranged into the billions of dollars. Aries and other amateur emergency resources across the area are still ready to go should additional communication support be needed. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Randy Sly, W4XJ. Radio operators on both sides of the Atlantic mark two big moments in radio history as Jeremy Boot, G4NJH, tells us. The two Marconi anniversary activations had everything but Guglielmo Marconi himself. Members of the Marconi Radio Club of Newfoundland and the Poldhue Amateur Radio Club in Cornwall, England, paid tribute to Marconi's first experimental radio transmission across the Atlantic. The Newfoundland amateurs contacted the Poldhue radio operators, marking the 12th of December 1901, the day Marconi first heard a transatlantic transmission, Morse code for the letter S, sent from Cornwall to Cabo Tower in Canada. There was even more excitement, however, the previous day in Androssen, Scotland. Amateurs there received a duplicate of a message sent a hundred years earlier from the US on amateur radio frequencies in the shortwave spectrum. Shortly after the reenactment of the 11th of December 1921 transmission got underway in Connecticut, however, the replica of the 1BCG transmitter failed and went off the air. The replica built for the 75th anniversary of the transatlantic tests had been restored earlier this year by the Antique Wireless Association in Bloomfield, New York. 
The association's Mark Erdl, AE2EA, told Newsline in an email that the transmitter suffered a plate choke failure. He said the association hopes to get it back on the air by February 2022. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. In case you missed this test reenactment, up until December 26th, you can still work UK stations using a slash 2 ZE suffix on their normal call signs. Until the end of December, the special event stations GB2ZE and GS2ZE will be on the air to celebrate Paul Godley's achievements back in 1921. In amateur radio where communication and public service are core elements, some people really shine. One of them was recently recognized for his efforts by the Civil Air Patrol's Minnesota wing. Kent Peterson, KC0DGY, has that story. Matt Stepaniak, N0TNL, calls his recent honor one of the proudest moments in his life. The Civil Air Patrol volunteer has been part of the Minnesota Wing for 20 years. His dedication as a squadron communications officer earned him honors in 2015 with the Robert Dunbar Memorial Award, presented for his use of his amateur radio technical skills in his work. His latest honor came in October during National Disability Employment Awareness Month with a new spotlight shining on Matt, who's formerly known as First Lieutenant Matthew Stepaniak. In addition to training other volunteers to use their radios, he has played a key role in emergency response, coordinating his efforts with the local Salvation Army. On Fridays at 9 p.m., he is the dispatcher for the Viking Squadron's FM network. Matt has cerebral palsy and fulfills all these responsibilities and more from home, where his equipment includes his ham shack as well as his Civil Air Patrol radio and antenna. In the Civil Air Patrol announcement of his honor, Matt describes his Civil Air Patrol work as the perfect channel for volunteerism and public service. Two things that remain strong to his core, thanks to ham radio. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Kent Peterson, KC0DGY. In India, a crowd of enthusiastic attendees showed up for a convention that had been canceled last year due to the pandemic. Here is Graham Kemp, VK4BB, with details. Build is the first technical convention for ham radio operators to be held following India's COVID lockdown. The Lamakan Amateur Radio Club's fourth convention attracted enthusiastic attendees to Hyderabad on Saturday, December 11, and Sunday, December 12. The convention drew a full array of speakers to the Mafakam Jar College of Engineering and Technology and was live-streamed via a satellite built by hams in India to those who were not among the 400 convention attendees. Last year's event was cancelled because of the pandemic. This year, the program included forums on CubeSats, software-defined radio, DXing and the digital modes. Hams were encouraged to share their experiences experimenting with radio and other wireless technologies. The college hoped that by hosting the event, students would also be spurred to obtain their amateur radio licences. Professor Mohammed Arafat and Sahel, head of the school's Department of Electronics and Communications, said during the first day's opening remarks, he believed the students would be inspired by what they saw and heard. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Graham Kemp, VK4BB. With an ancient city as their backdrop, fox hunt enthusiasts are preparing for a big challenge in Turkey. Here's Jason Daniels, VK2LEW, with that report. Get ready for a gathering of nations in Turkey for some serious fox hunting this month. Between December 20th and 26th, amateur radio fox hunters will set off near the ruins of the 7th century Turkish city of Sidae on the Mediterranean coast. The challenge is being called the first international radio orienteering competition and it's being hosted by the UA Fox Hunters of Ukraine and the NEO Sports Club. 
Although the contest follows all the IARU rules for staging and scoring, this is not an official IARU championship. There will be two classic events, a sprint competition and radio orienteering over the course of seven days. For details, visit the event website at wrocturkey.com. Meanwhile, plans are already in the works for the next IARU World Competition that's most likely to be hosted by the Amateur Radio Union of Serbia in September 2022. This will be the 20th IARU ARDF World Championship and will closely follow World Cup competitions for individual fox hunters. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jason Daniels, VK2LAW. A treasured broadcast handbook will soon be out of print. Jeremy Boot, G4NGH, has that report. The World Radio TV Handbook, an invaluable guide to broadcast radio around the globe, has ceased publication. The publisher has announced that its soon-to-be-released 76th edition will be its last. A statement from the publisher Nicholas Hardiman read, quote, this has been an extremely difficult decision and was only made after a lot of thought and discussion. We know that many people rely on WRTH and greatly enjoy getting the new edition every year. We realise that this news will be disappointing for many people, unquote. The directory, with more than 600 pages of listings and maps, was valued as a comprehensive compendium of medium-wave, short-wave and FM broadcasts and included a section on clandestine broadcasters. Based in the UK but providing global coverage, it has long been considered a reliable guide for DXers and devoted radio listeners. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. Time for you to identify your station. We are the Amateur Radio Newsline, heard on bulletin stations around the world, including the K5VOM repeater in Greenville, Texas, on Mondays at 7.30 p.m. The Santa Net, hosted by the hams of the 3916 Nets, is back on the air in the United States through December 24th. Radio operators are providing youngsters with this on-air opportunity to let Santa know what their top two or three gift wishes are. Hams are asked to please remember to ensure the contact is in compliance with all FCC rules and regulations governing third-party traffic. Check-ins start at 7 p.m. Central Time on 80 meters. You can also reserve a spot by visiting the website www.cqsanta.com where you will find videos of past Q shows with Santa. Meanwhile, on Echolink, the 11th annual Santa Watch Net will take place on Christmas Eve on the Do Drop-In channel starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. As the four-hour net gets underway, David N3NTV will be using NORAD radar to track Santa. For details, visit the website dodropin.net. Another favorite holiday special event is already well underway. Hop aboard the Christmas train. Here is Jim Dameron, N8TMW, with details. The special event Christmas train may have its station in West Virginia, but this is a train that can cross the United States and even pull into some DX locations on a moment's notice. The HF bands are its express tracks. Listen for the Christmas train, call sign K8C, Kilo 8 Christmas, on 80, 40, 20, 17, 15, 12, and 10 meters using both SSB and CW. The train is making stops right up through Christmas Day when it will operate on a partial schedule. You already have your ticket, so... 
Hop aboard the train. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jim Dameron, NATMW. At this time of year, we need to ask, do you believe in the magic of DX? There are few DXs more elusive or rare than this one. Here is Ed Durant, DD5LP, to tell us about it. Are you hoping to score one big DX before 2021 shuts its door? The Finnish Amateur Radio League, SRAL, may be able to help you make that happen. The league has been on the air as OF9X and OF2 Yurta since early this month and will continue through to the end of December. Here's a hint, OF9X is compiling his log and checking it twice, and his phonetics are Old Father Nine Christmas. Are you feeling the holiday spirit yet? Even if you only believe in the powers of CWSSB or digital, you can still add OF9X to your wish list of contacts. You can also work his elves, who are using the call sign of OF2 Yota. The league is marking its centennial year, so that means you get an extra present under the tree. Both call signs, along with the call sign OI3AX, active earlier this month, count towards the SRAL Jubilee Award. Send QSL cards for OF9X to OH2BH. Send QSL cards for OF2 Yota to OH5CZ. Now get on the air and let your rig screen light up like a Christmas tree. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Ed Durant, DD5LP. In the world of DX, Zalo, XE3N is on the air as 4C10M from Playa del Carmen, Quintana Roo, Mexico, through December 20th. Listen for him on SSB and the digital modes and QSL via LOTW. Lars PH0NO is using the special call sign PG44FF to promote the Worldwide Flora and Fauna Award Program and the Dutch program PAFF through early 2022. QSL via Club Logs OQRS. See QRZ.com for more details. The new year is going to be a good one for members of the Irish Radio Transmitter Society. Hams will be using the special call sign EI90IRTS to mark the 90th anniversary of the founding of Ireland's National Society. Listen for the EI90IRTS call sign through 2022 QSL via EI6AL. Members of the Saudi Association of Radio Amateurs, Sarah, will be on the air until December 28th as HZ19SAT to celebrate the launch of a Saudi satellite. The significance of the call sign is that it's been 19 years since the Saudis launched their first CubeSat, QSL2HZ1SAR. We end this week with a story for the season. They don't know it yet, but some South Carolina second graders are about to get a lesson in geography, friendship, and Christmas spirit, thanks to amateur radio operators around the U.S. Kevin Trotman, N5PRE, brings us the details. Students at the Oak Brook Prep School in Spartanburg, South Carolina, were looking forward to receiving Christmas cards from all 50 states for a classroom lesson on states and capitals that their teacher had begun in November. Their teacher networked as best as she could, contacting friends and other teachers, current and retired, Retired second grade teacher Ann Backus, K9ANN, was among those to send a card as a favor to a friend who was helping support the project. When the Tennessee YL learned recently the class was still short of its goal, it was time for amateur radio to come to the rescue. Using a strategy similar to one she followed two years earlier for a different school's project, collecting postcards, Ann reached out to ham radio operators and ARRL section managers far and wide and made her case. The hams responded, relaying the message even further and sending the cards. 
Ann told Newsline that she learned that, quote, the teacher is blown away by the response. She never dreamed she'd get all this. They're going to hear from all 50 states. I just know it. In fact, they're probably going to get duplicates. Just in case you want to add your home state to the mix, send a Christmas card with your name, city and state, to the Oak Brook Prep School, Mrs. Colverd's second grade class, spelled C-O-L-V-A-R-D apostrophe S, at 190 Lincoln School Road, Spartanburg, South Carolina, 29301. Oh, and don't forget to say Merry Christmas. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Kevin Trotman, N5PRE. With thanks to the ARRL, the BBC, Civil Air Patrol, CQ Magazine, CNBC, David Bihar, K7DB, the Do Drop In, the EI7GL Blog, the Hindu Newspaper, HomingIn.com, Mark Ertl, AE2EA, Ohio Penn DX, QRZ.com, QSO Today, Radio World, Southgate Amateur Radio News, ShortwaveRadio.de, Telangana Today, the 3916 Nets, YouTube, and you, our listeners. That's all from the Amateur Radio Newsline. You can write to us at newsline at airnewsline.org. We remind our listeners that Amateur Radio Newsline is an all-volunteer nonprofit organization that incurs expenses for its continued operation. If you wish to support us, please visit our website at airnewsline.org and know that we appreciate you all. For now, with Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT at the news desk in New York and our news team worldwide, I'm Stephen Kinford, NAWB in Wadsworth, Ohio, saying 73, and as always, we thank you for listening. Amateur Radio Newsline is copyright 2021, all rights reserved.